I'm Emma and welcome to I Choose Happy. So after years of waking up with a crappy attitude and a negative mindset, I decided it was time to change. And I decided I needed to go on a journey of self-development and self-improvement. I want to grow mentally, emotionally, financially, physically, and I just want to be a more positive, happy person. And I'd like to take you with me. I'm going to show you that when we consciously make the effort to change the way that we look at everyday situations, we can begin to alter our mindset from negative to positive. I'd like to motivate and encourage you to look for and take every opportunity to find your happy. And to do this, I am reading self-development books, I've been following people on Instagram, watching YouTube videos and I decided that I'd come along and I'd have a chat with people and find out what it is that they do to help them have successful lives, to be positive, to be happy. What is it that they do? If there's anything that I can take from them and bring to the podcast and possibly action on, then that's what we're going to do. So I'd like to take you with me and here we go. For this week's episode, I was joined by the king of nothing, Dieter Wegner. I think that's how you pronounce it or I hope it is. Um, But what I'd like to ask is that you please bear with this recording because there are some technical issues and when I tried to do some editing, it all went horribly wrong. So rather than delete any of it or lose the whole thing forever, um, I decided that I was just going to put it out there as natural as it is. I'm hoping it'll provide a guide or a reference for me in the future as to how far I can come and also as a reminder to you that no matter how imperfect something might be, just do it. Don't let trying to be perfect lead to procrastination or even worse, uh, never starting. So here I am with my imperfect production and um, a huge thank you to Dieter for joining me. So with love, here we go. Dieter! Emma, how are we doing? Oh, hello. I'm really good. How are you? <laughs> oh, I'm very good. The sun is shining. I cannot complain at all. Brilliant. Excellent. Oh, thank you so much. Um, yeah, a few problems trying to get through there, but it's because I'm up on the walls, so trying to get a signal was horrendous. <laughs> no worries. Not a problem. Not a problem oh, at all. Lovely. So, um, yeah, massive thank you for, for agreeing to come and talk to me today. Um, and the reason that I asked you um, if you would speak to me was because I've been following your um, Instagram feed and yep. I do find it really inspiring because you are just, you're just to the point. And um, sometimes I'll be flicking through and just looking and then it's like something profound will be there from King of Nothing. Um, and, and I'm like, shit, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. it's. It's it's one of those sort of feeds, like I kind of try to keep it kind of simple to the point. Everyone has busy lives, so it's it's nice to put something out there that's, like you say, straight kind of to the point, that little bit of extra motivation or that little sort of 10, 30 seconds just to stop, have a little think, reassess the day, hopefully lift your spirits, make you think about something in a slightly different way, and then you can kind of move on, hopefully in a happier, more positive way. Definitely. So... Very first thing this morning, um, I was thinking to myself, am I doing this? 
should I do it? Should I should I cancel? Should I stop the podcast altogether? And then I saw this morning's post and it was like, uh, don't give up, keep going, that sort of thing. And I was just like, that's a sign. Exactly. <laughs> I'm it's a, a massive believer in signs. So yeah. Um so how did how did the name King of Nothing come about? Yeah, I had a feeling you might ask that because it's one yeah. of the one of those very strange names for a, a motivational sort of page. So King of Nothing actually kind of comes out of me being a fan of Joe Rogan. So I kind of have a bit of like an MMA background and I've kind of listened to the Joe Rogan podcast for years since sort of like not day one, but very close to the beginning. Yeah. And he kind of almost talks not necessarily down about motivational stuff in a motivational post kind of way. And he always sort of says these kind of things are um, it's almost like you're the king of nothing. Like, I don't think you use that term exactly, but that's kind of what you're getting at when people mm. talk about motivation. But I don't necessarily believe that. I think that people that motivate, that haven't necessarily completed their journey are actually super valuable to everyone in their everyday life. So it's, it's almost a tongue-in-cheek kind of in-joke name for myself, which is a little bit selfish. But that's kind of where it comes from, because I think that certain people don't actually see that value in that daily sort of motivation and being able to give that. And I think having an Instagram that's able to kind of do that. And like you said this morning, you were sort of having a little bit of a, a wobbly moment where you think, should I, should I do the podcast? Should I keep going? And just something that says, no, like, keep going. It's almost that having that person on your shoulder, that good little angel sort of saying, no, you've got this. Like, remember why you started keep going here's some things to, to make you think that way and I think that role not just on Instagram but for everyone in their daily lives is really important so all the people that you interact with on a daily basis if you're interacting with super positive people your outlook throughout the day is going to be affected in a positive way because everyone's talking to you in a positive manner giving you those positive reinforcements so it's important for people to be that way and to give that kind of that positive outlook and pass on that positive message. So to come back to the sort of question, the name's a little bit of a tongue in cheek name, like yeah. I sort of say, but really it's because I actually feel there is importance to that, which is why I've kind of called it that to remind myself of the actual importance of providing that daily motivation for people. And that's not just like I say on the page, it's, I think it's important with everyone you interact with, so, like, in my daily job, like, I'm a, a team leader, so I've got people that are directly reporting into me. And I think a lot of what I do for them isn't necessarily saying, go and do this, do that, but it's helping to to lead and, and motivate. And yeah. that's kind of one of the reasons I wanted to start the page, because it helps me stay motivated myself, and it helps me understand how people think and how people get motivated and stay inspired on a daily basis. So if you can do that through the digital medium in a way that reaches a lot of people, you can also do that in a microcosm where you're doing that in my daily job. And that's kind of one of the reasons why I sort of started the page, because it, it helps me understand more how people think, what people interact with. So like when I post something, I instantly get that gauge of how people view a post or view an idea. And what does genuinely inspire people on a, yeah. on a big sort of basis? And then I can kind of take that and learn from that and use that in my day to day with when I'm working with my team to help lift their spirits and just the people I'm around. Like I'm a big believer in 
lifting up all your friends, your family, whoever you're around, because not everyone in the world's like that. So I think it's important to try and always be positive where you can. Yeah, that's... And definitely, like, that 10 second of seeing a, a little... Um post from king of nothing for me it really does always help me and it's like usually in some way it's it's hit me on that day in the way that i needed it to um so i really appreciate seeing those positive um positive i think i'm losing my words again but the positive posts really really um work for me and then I see that because I'm trying to be really positive um, every, as much as I can. And yeah. I want to share that with other people because I know how good I feel when I've got that bit of positivity going on and I try and take it out and share it with other people. Um, so I've not been positive like for the majority of, of my life. I've tried to be and I've been one of those... Um, you know, fake it till you make it type people. But now I'm actually, because I've faked it for that long, I now actually believe it myself, um, yeah. So, so it, which is really good. And sharing it with other people and, and seeing that you can put a smile on someone else's face. And like you said, leading them and leading by example and practising what you preach almost um is it something that you've been naturally good at Were you, did your parents teach you how to be positive or, or is it something that you've learned along the way yeah like it's a it's a really good question so it's quite interesting you mentioned like my parents there so my mum and dad split up my dad left before I was born and my mum's had it very kind of hard realistically that me and my sister she's had to bring us up as a single parent and I think me and my sister kind of have this intrinsic drive that is kind of put there from like my mum's example. And my mum, strangely now, sometimes kind of looks on the negative life because she's had a bit of a hard road and she's always had to kind of put on that front when we were growing up. And I think we didn't necessarily realise there was a bit of a front there because we were younger. So we've kind of, me and my sister have both got this kind of drive to go out and be really positive and chase goals and dreams. So it, it's kind of always been there from a young age without us really realising why. I think as I've got older, I kind of understood more why and like what I picked up from my mum when I was younger. Mm. And I've always kind of had that drive in me to kind of want to be positive and always look on the brighter side of life because in the grand scheme of things, like we have it pretty good like it would be very easy for me to sit down like grew up in a single parent household and money wasn't there in great abundance but really like we had everything we needed we had food on the table we had a loving mum we had loving grandparents and we always did things and a lot of people could look at that situation and go oh yeah actually I had it really hard whereas we always kind of looked at the brighter side of that like I was really close with my granddad because my dad wasn't around and my granddad was one of the best people on this planet and I think he was super positive which probably rubbed off on me again yeah and I think that's kind of where it's come from it's it's from kind of growing up in a in a certain environment that was really positive and always found the positive side of things when things weren't necessarily as positive and I think that's what's always kind of driven me to be positive and have that sort of effect and I think from a selfish point of view like you kind of mentioned there it's really nice 
to see you be able to kind of uplift someone's day and someone could be having a naff day and they come to you, like, especially when you've got friends that are having like a bit of a rubbish time. Like I feel good if they ring me and say, look, actually, look, mate, I'm having, I'm having a shocker here. But I'm like, okay, let's talk it through. And yeah. then to be able to sit and just chat with them and talk it out. And then at the end, they're like, oh, cheers. I really needed that. Like that, like selfishly, that makes me feel good. Granted, I have hopefully done something nice for them that gives them a bit of a, a lift and helps try and guide any issues that they have. But for me, like that's always given me a sense of pride that I'm able to do that. And then through the digital space with the Instagram stuff, it's when I get those kind of messages in and like people like yourself who reach out and we get to do great things like this and sit down and have a chat about being happy and being positive and reaching people that way is great and having messages from people all over the world like my page is still fairly recent but having messages from people in Dubai saying that they really like the page and it's really helped them having people in America say oh this is great actually like I really needed this in, in my life and even people that don't necessarily reach out directly through like the DMs but you see them chatting with their friends in the comments there's a few people on there you can tell the couples who are like working on a project together and they're tagging each other and saying check this one out today and it's like it's just it's really heartwarming and I think the world needs that there's a lot of negativity in the world especially at the moment with everything going on but having that positive outlook and being able to spread that message to me is really important and I think it's like I say it's from being younger and having that and always having that kind of outlook and being surrounded by people that have similar kind of outlooks and I always gravitate towards those people there's obviously that famous saying around you become the five people you spend the most time around and I think and I think that's very true and I think when you kind of open yourself up and you kind of mentioned it there sort of the fake it till you kind of make it thing when you open yourself up to welcoming those kind of people into your life you end up spending more time with them you end up seeing that more of that sort of positive energy and those kind of reaffirming posts and reaffirming messages that it, it also changes then your outlook. So like you sort of mentioned, you kind of faked it till you've made it, but you've then surrounded yourself with all of this positive energy, positive things, and then you notice it more and then you actually act on it more. So there's something really interesting there that we do as human beings. So we have this part of the brain that's, the reticular activation system, part of the brain, which is short of a RAS. And effectively, because they, we have to make so many decisions in a day, that our brain has to work really, really hard to filter out everything. So right now, behind the curtain, I'm sat on a chair. But my brain's not thinking I'm sat on a chair. It can feel the chair against my bum, like my back against the back support. It's filtering that information out because it doesn't need it. Yeah. And our brain does that with every single thing so it becomes really good at focusing anything out and then focusing in on what we need so if we intrinsically start being negative we'll focus on the negative of a situation and the same is true for the positive and where you can see this in full effect is if you think about uh okay if you imagine seeing a white range rover for example and then you think about white Range Rovers, white right Range Rovers. Next time you go out, you're probably going to notice at least one. You're like, they're everywhere. But it's not necessarily that they're everywhere. 
it's just that your brain is now filtered for looking for them. Whereas before, you were never looking for a white Range Rover car to pass you by. So if you can actually focus on the positive and focus on the same is true for your goals, so like writing goals down and having them there, it helps our brain to focus on them and actually go in the directions we need. And we pick up on things that we might not necessarily have picked up on in the past by doing that. So it's it's about surrounding yourself with those kind of messages, those sort of people, and having those people in your life that make it easier every day, like you sort of said, to be positive. And then when you are having a bit of a downtime, you're able to recognize that because it's not the norm for you. And you can see a post like you did this morning thinking, mm, should I cancel, should I waver on this this morning? And then you've looked at it and thought, no, actually, like, this is a sign. You're like, you're yeah. tuned into it almost. Yeah. So it's it's really important for people, I think, anyway, for people to kind of stay on that positive side of life where they can. Yeah, absolutely. And definitely, like, when you say about tuning into the negative and, and that's that's one of the things that I'm trying to get across, and especially to some of my friends that I know that are like, how are you doing it? How do you do it, Emma? How do you get to be positive? And it's just like, if it's not easy. You do have to work at it. But I now, when I get up on a morning, I don't think, oh, I can't be asked to go to work or, oh, no, I've got this to do or, you know, I don't want to do this. It's like, actually, no, I'm going to have a really good day when I get to work today because, you know, I'm fortunate that at work, the girls that I work with are like family. They're like really good friends. So um, and I love the job that I do. Um, so I actually now get even more passionate about, passionate about that. And it's like, I look forward to everything that I have to do. And, um, and then outside of the things that I like work is something that I have to do. I have to go to work because it pays the bills, but I'm fortunate that I actually enjoy the job that I do. But I also don't focus on like the Monday to Friday, like, oh, I'm stuck at work all week. I have to wait to do this, that or the other, because I make sure that at the beginning or at the end of the day, there's something in there that is actually a hobby or now something that I like to do or that I understand the reason behind it. So like um, going to the gym um, is because I want to live to 103. So I need this body to be able to get me to 103. So um, but I actually enjoy it because I know that that what I'm doing is because it's going to help me to get to where I want to be. And by looking at it in a in that way and not, oh, I don't want to go to the gym today because I just can't be bothered. And then thinking that, well, you know, my body's got to a size that I don't want it to be because I've not been going to the gym and I've been eating all the wrong things um, is where my brain used to be. Yeah. And sort of like being negative about everyday things like um, I would go out and buy stuff and I always call it stuff because that's all it is. Because at the end of the day, it's, you know, half the stuff that I've been out and bought to try and make me happy. I don't have any more. Um, so it's understanding that, like you said, and I really love that you feel that you grew up in abundance because you had food on the table. You had a mum that loved you. Whereas I, for part of my life, was a single mum as well and felt like I was letting my children down because I wasn't able to give them the things that um, that a mum and dad could possibly give. But actually, sometimes mum and dads can't do it either. 
No, exactly. All we need is is food in our belly, a roof over our head, and and to be loved. And then when you say about sometimes you um, having that chat with friends and uplifting them and being able to like talk things through as being a bit selfish, well, actually, no, that's you've you know your purpose is almost to um, what can you do to to help somebody else's day to make their day better so it's not selfish at all I don't think I think it's absolutely an amazing thing to to go out and uplift other people um is definitely not selfish and it's something that I'm trying to do so um I really and I really liked what what you said yeah it's like and I, so. and I think everything you sort of said there kind of hits the nail on the head in terms of like how your outlook is with stuff I think you mentioned there going to work and thinking I'm going to enjoy the day because if you tell yourself you know what I'm not going to enjoy the day you're 100% right you're not going to enjoy the day because you're telling yourself it's going to be rubbish whereas if you get up have the attitude of there'll be something in the day that makes me laugh or I'm going to have a problem that I enjoy trying to solve and then like you say a lot of people I think define themselves by what they do as a living and if you listen to a lot of podcasts, like I'm assuming you do, and I definitely do, when mm-hmm. people are asked to sort of say who they are or introduce themselves, they always fall back on what they do for a living as almost a definition. And that's because a lot of people on those podcasts have a job or work in something that they absolutely love and adore and it becomes a part of them. But a lot of people that are doing the nine to five that kind of probably need uplifting a little bit more don't necessarily need to define themselves by their job. It's everything that happens in your day and you said something there that i think people can take a lot away from is you'll try and sort of bookend your days with other bits so yes you enjoy what you do in the day and work but that's only a small part of your day yes it's eight hours or however long you your working day is but you do have time either side of that to do something else you might have other responsibilities you know because we've kind of talked before this i've got a little one but i still i try and beat her up in the morning so i'm up early doors to do a bit of stretching get myself ready before I start making her breakfast and those kind of things. Mm. So then I'm already set for the day. Like I'm a, I'm ahead of it. And then I'll, I'll bookend that in the evening. Once she's asleep, I'll spend some time with the wife. We'll kind of watch something on telly. And then I'll, I'll do some of the other project stuff that I've got going on, like with King and Roffin, or if it's fitness things, I'll do that in the evening or fit that in on my lunch break. And I've got so many other little bits that bring me happiness that are outside of work. I am also very fortunate, such as yourself, that I really enjoy my job. But there are other bits where you can get that enjoyment from in your day. and You can bookend it with at least one thing somewhere that brings you happiness, whatever that may be. Because everyone, I think everyone should always have a thing that they're into. Sounds a bit weird, but I feel like if everyone has a thing, they're way more happy. So when you meet someone, they'll always be like, oh, this is what I do for a living, like I kind of sort of said. But it's like, oh, I always want to kind of dig deeper and be like, what's your thing? Like, what really makes you happy like what is it are you really into some sort of nordic murder mystery that you talk about for hours that's like that could be your thing could be sport if you're really into sport it could be the gym it could be anything could be knitting so many things in this world that appeal to different people and i think if people can find those little places of their little happiness and then try and extrapolate those out i think me and you clearly are very similar in we enjoy sort of bringing people positivity which is why we're here today absolutely and then if people can find whatever it is that they enjoy 
that's brilliant. Like, that's fine. Everyone doesn't have to do the same thing. Everyone can be into different things. And it's just finding those little things that make us happy and finding a way to do more of that. Like, you've clearly found ways of doing more than that, doing this podcast with your Instagram, those kind of things. And whatever it is, you don't necessarily have to do a podcast on your knitting if you're really into it, but you might want to be like, you know, it'd be really nice to spend some more time with people that also love knitting, setting up a knitting group that you do yeah. on a weekend. And it's all of those sort of things that once you then start with those and just extrapolate it out and you spend more time doing the things that make you happy, everything else in your life will end up feeling easier. Connection somewhere, but uh, yeah, but we're back. So we uh, we just had a little bit of an interruption there for a moment, but we're back. So you were um we'd got to the part you were saying yeah i think i was saying around just sort of people finding what makes them happy yeah. and trying to spend more time doing that and i think the point i was trying to kind of make there i have a tendency to waffle on you might have noticed but i think the point i was trying to make is that if you spend the majority of your day doing a job that you don't particularly like and then you don't find that time for the things that make you happy the negative is only ever going to creep in more and more. So it's it's trying to find those things that make you happy and do that as much as you can because then the rest of your day will become happy and the things that bug you in work you'll end up finding don't bug you as much as they once did when that was the main thing in your life because our brain tends to focus on what we're putting our energy into. So if the majority of your energy is going into your working day and you don't particularly like it, you're putting that energy into something negative so your brain's going to focus on that and it's going to bring more negativity into your life and more and more negativity is going to come in to your like working day whereas if you start putting a little bit of energy in each day into something that you do enjoy and then over time more and more more and more happiness will, will find its way into your life and i think that's important because that's kind of how our brain works like the brain's a fascinating thing and that's like one of the big things and we develop these things. I don't know if you've ever read the book, The Chimp Paradox, but anyone, <laughs> yes. it, I feel like everyone at this point has kind of read it. It's a really fascinating book on how the, the brain works. And we develop these things that are basically called gremlins. So when you develop a gremlin about something, it basically means you kind of don't like it. So it's really easy to develop gremlins around work because there's always that little sort of pain point. So when you get an email come in and it's a bit annoying, then over time, you kind of let that become a gremlin. Every time you get an email, you kind of go, you shudder a little bit inside. So yeah, I think it's important to try and understand that's how your brain works. So if you can not focus on those negative things and put all your energy into it, your gremlins over time will kind of dissipate. So if you're doing those things that make you happy, you're putting your energy into the things that do make you happy, then that's what your brain will focus on. And then you'll feel happier every single day. And then you won't have those gremlins in your life that no one really wants anyway. I think most people deep down want to be happy. It's just we have tendencies to behave in certain ways that in the long term make us less happy. Absolutely. But just talking about the chimp paradox, so I've got a little bit of a funny story. Yeah. Yesterday morning I was getting ready and um, my husband and I both have Audible because yeah. we like listening to books when we go for walks. And to us, it's something that we put into our budget every month um, because it's something that that we like. So, yeah. Um, anyway, so I, I heard him listening to it and I was like, oh, I know what that book is. I know what it is. 
Um, and I was like, is that the monkey book? Because I forget names and words and things like that. And he was like, the chimp paradox ever. And I was like, yeah, yeah. That um, one. And he was like, yeah, it is. So, yeah. So he's now started reading, uh, listening to that one as well. Um, and then I went to a friend's house last night um, and she's got this picture of a chimp up on the on her uh, living room wall. It's one of the Banksy ones. And I was like, oh, that really reminds me of that. So, See, um, and, there's, and there's what we talked about before in terms of like your RAS, your reticular activation system working because you've linked the chimp paradox with that chimp picture that you might not have noticed before. Yeah. So it's, it just shows how your brain works. It's fascinating. But I'd employ anyone who hasn't read that book to give it a read. It's, it's really good. Absolutely, yeah. Um, I've read that a couple of times and then... Um, there's the habits one see uh, yeah automatic habits i'm guessing yes yeah that's the one yes i've not yeah, read that so... one if you've if you've got audible emma here's a recommendation for you which i've just finished it's um it's like a podcast series it's darren brown's done it and he's basically pulled a bunch of different research on how like the brain works i think the first episode covers a lot of the stuff that's in the chimp paradox and that's really good and really interesting and talks a lot about sort of how you can improve your happiness as well. So I feel like you and your listeners would probably like that. Darren Brown yeah. brain training, I think it's called something like that. Again, I'm not I'm a bit like you with names. So I'm gonna gonna go with that one. Yeah. Uh, well I'll give that a go and then I'll get back to you and tell you how I felt it was because uh, my my next um audible's up due soon. So yeah. Well that one that. that even even better for you. If you've got Audible, if you've got a subscription, that one's free. So you don't need to use a credit on it. Oh, fabulous! Yeah, exactly. Don't need to wait. Don't need to waste your credit. That we were meant to chat today. <laughs> exactly, and then hopefully you'll listen to that and you'll get something out of that as well. And your listeners, if they've got Audible, will listen to it and get something out of that. So hopefully, I've had a use. Absolutely. No, it's honestly, you've been brilliant. It's been so good to talk to you, and I feel like I could just keep going all day because it's like, oh, yeah, you're saying the things that I'm thinking, but I, I do struggle with words, and I do believe that that's part of how I've progressed through life as feeling a little bit inferior. So I feel like I've I've not um, joined in conversations and I've not um, like conversed with people in the same way that um, like that you're speaking today. So I get a little bit inferior, but the thing is these days I don't feel inferior anymore when I'm talking to people. I just forget my words. So I'll, I just let people know that that's how it is for me. Um, yeah. But yeah, but when somebody comes out with something, I'm like, Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to try to remember this and remember that, but definitely um, a lot of what you've said today is how I've managed to live each day a little bit more positive and get more positivity from every day which then leads it to a week to you know um i'm coming up a year of being on this absolute positive prosperity journey um and gratitude is one of the massive things that i've learned once i learned to to understand the the complexity well not even the complexity but the um the underlying thing of gratitude yeah it just makes everything like oh my god i have got such a wonderful wonderful life 
because of all the things that I actually do have in it instead of thinking about the things that I haven't got and how I don't match up to other people well I don't want to because at the end of the day we're our own people aren't we yeah and I think that's really important and what you've kind of said there as well Emma about sort of feeling like inferior and feeling like you've not been able to sort of converse with people and necessarily articulate things in a certain way that's the word (laughs) I think that's all right I think it's important for people to to realize that everyone's completely different in their skill set so again pulling back the curtain on myself I'm dyslexic so I have I struggle with reading writing English grammar all of that sort of thing but for me I never I never would allow that to hold me back there are people that I talk to that can spell and write perfectly, but the information that they would write about, I'd be like, nonsense to me. But I never thought, oh, I'm really inferior to everyone. I think when I was younger, yeah, there would have always been a little bit of that. But for me, I think what you said there is being open and honest about it. So I work in a job which is very much marketing-based, very much English-heavy, but because of how I sort of work and how I approach things, it's never really been a massive issue. Like I know I'm going to have to maybe spend a little bit more time spell checking things, but I always let people know I'm like, look, I'm dyslexic with it. So it's not ever an issue and getting it out of the way. Like you say, if you just say to people, or oh, sometimes actually I struggle with my words. No one's really as bothered probably as you are in all honesty. Yeah. No one's ever really going to notice it. It's more of how you think. And I think if you again, try and put that positivity on it. So I think, because I've had to find workarounds with things because my English and grammar isn't the best in the world, it's actually made me a really good problem solver. So a lot of what I do in my day-to-day role now is looking at problems and how to drive inefficiencies out in what we do in the marketing like world and looking at the processes we have within the business, how we can streamline those because my brain has had to always problem solve because it, I can't just sit down and like write a thousand word essay without having to like read it several times so I've had to like break it down and for me it's a problem so I've become really good at problem solving and it's having the confidence in that like a lot of people again in that position might not necessarily be as confident because they struggle with the reading and writing side but if you realize everyone has their weaknesses everyone has their strengths and if you can work on your weaknesses in some regard for me, it's something that's probably not going to get much better than it is now, but I can work on it as much as I can. There'll be slow progress with that. But I also know I've got these strengths that I can utilize and I have that importance and that energy to kind of go forward with it and understand what my worth is to be able to do that. And I think what you said there is over time, you felt the same thing that now actually you're getting that confidence and sometimes it's a case of unfortunately having to do a little bits of those bits that scare you and I think if you can do those and like for you doing a podcast if you feel like sometimes you forget your words is actually a huge step to be able to do that so for you just doing this is like a massive win for you and the more you do this the better you'll find it and what's great is your listeners are going to come on that journey with you and then like a year two years time you'll probably listen back to your older episodes and think, oh my God, you probably do it now, to be fair. Like you've been doing this for nearly a year now, haven't you, I think? Yeah. So you probably do that, you listen to a first couple ones and like, oh, I probably would say it differently now. 
just think where you'll be in two years. But if you never let yourself do that, you'd be you'd be holding yourself back and you'd never progress. Yeah. Whereas you've done something that's scary, but the rewards there, and because you are amazing, they're massive, and because you're in control of that, it's slightly less scary. No one's forcing you to stand on a stage and speak in front of thousands of people. You've got that control and you've managed it in your way, which I think is brilliant. And I think that's what people need to do and just know their worth. Everyone has worth. Like every single person on this planet is important. Absolutely. Every single person. And the beauty of it is everyone is different. Like no person, even if you are an identical twin, has lived the exact same minute by minute life that you have lived. And you should always take good pride in that you are completely unique and you always have something to offer, even if it's just a slightly different viewpoint. Absolutely. A hundred percent. And that is one of my reasons for doing this is, like you say, we did speak um, a a few weeks ago. So I've got a granddaughter and I've really learned the importance of I I wanted it for my children and I have always taught my children to go for their goals, to strive, to do whatever it is that they want to do because they can do anything. And so part of me is now doing what I want to do. I believe in myself and we can go off and do anything. How are they going to know that they really can? But also I want I want my, my Lily to grow up in a positive environment as well. And like you with your... Hey, and we're back again. Yay. Yeah, so the, the mistakes that I made with my children, I feel like I can put right now with Lily. And although there might not have been mistakes, it was like, if I could do it differently. Yeah. And it's if you, if you yeah. can do it with the knowledge that you, you have now and from a different, a different place as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and so that's one of the, the driving factors for me. But when it comes to, um, so yes, the podcast is a massive thing as well, because I do forget my words. But if I had um, a script, I would be able to rehearse that script and stand on a stage in front of a lot of people and um, and give a presentation. Um, yeah. But that's because I learn and I rehearse. Um, and even as a child, I was always the narrator of the school play. I was never in it. I was always a narrator because I've got a big gob. Um, <laughs> so it's like I was almost sent to do something with my voice, but not. Um, so, yeah. Um, so I've got that confidence. But, yeah, it's definitely the word. Like, I don't know. I, I didn't know how to converse with people. Um, and it's something that I'm really, really learning now. And because, and that's come about because I'm getting it, because I'm happier in myself and who I am and about being honest about who I am. And I still make mistakes and I've still done a lot of things, but I'm also learning to live in the now and what's happened's happened. And, you know, I've, I've learned all this, which is why I'm going to live to 103 so that I can share everything that I've learned. Absolutely. I think that's yeah. important. I think that's a really a really good and noble goal of you. Yeah. So so before we cut off again, I think it's because it's it's so warm today, isn't it? And I still haven't got all the the gear 
Um, I've got the idea, but I haven't got the gear for doing <laughs> all my podcasting. I'm still using my phone and my headphones, so I think I keep uh, I keep overheating. But I would really love to catch up again at some point with you, Dita, because you've just you've been really really lovely to talk to. Oh, um, and like I said, I could do it all day. I yeah, all like day. I say, I could I could talk for talk for Britain like this. So yeah, I'd be more than happy mm. to to come on again, and we can we can run this back and do it do it again and and talk about similar sort of things and expand on a few bits there and it'll be nice to see where where you're at in your journey it'll be nice to talk about where i'm at in mine and i think we'll we'll get a lot out of it yeah oh again thank you so much um and i'll look forward to catching up again in the future but i will still be following you every day for my little bit of um positivity from you absolutely yeah right. check out check out the page on king of nothing uk on instagram and all of the links to all of our other socials are kind of up there anyway excellent thank you for that and i'll put them in the podcast notes as well um Perfect. i'm not 100 percent brilliant with my editing yet either it's still something that i'm practicing and playing with so um so yeah i just appreciate everybody that's listened and i appreciate your time this morning um you take care and have a good one yeah excellent thank you very much everyone have a great day yeah thank you bye 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 so if you found this podcast useful or entertaining then please rate like subscribe review you can contact me at ichoosehappy2020 at gmail.com with your gratitudes or your hints and your tips on how you find happiness. You can follow me on Instagram at ichoosehappy2020. So by the end of 2021, I'd love a full bus of happy people. Thank you for joining me today. Take care. Toodle pip. Bye.